Welcome to week two of the NFL season. Uh, to kick things off, Kate and I will go ahead and pick all of our winners for week two. Um, last week, we had said that anything can happen. You know, it's week one. You know, we're only picking based on things that we've heard from the offseason, uh, how we saw the teams play last week. And so now you'd be thinking to yourself, well, it should be much easier now that you've seen everyone play. Wrong. I feel like it might be harder to pick for week two than it was for week one because now we have an idea in our head like, okay, you know, Vikings lost to Tampa Bay. But does that mean Tampa Bay is going to win this week? I don't know. I feel like it almost makes it harder by having seen teams play. I feel like drawing out of a hat may have been easier. But regardless, Kate and I are going to do our best. Um, and as always, we guarantee that our picks are 100% correct, regardless of if we disagree or not. So welcome to week two of KNA football. All right, Caden. Week Yo. two. How are we feeling? We are feeling excited. At least I am. Um, I mean, football season's back. It's in full swing. We're now in week two. I mean, it's literally the best time of the year. Fall is my favorite season because of football season. Solely that. It's the only reason that fall is the best. But I like what you said about how this is going to – it's a little harder for us to pick week two. So that means that if we struggle this week, then that we, we have that as a little fallback. So good. Nice little, uh, nice little save there. I know. I know. I feel like we need to – offer some sort of security blanket every week like yeah maybe i only went seven to nine last week on picks but this week you know when i go one in 15 it's not my fault it's the nfl's <laughs> fault you have to believe yeah it's a, it's a script exactly exactly it's a script anyways so yeah really like if we're not reading it we can't guess it correctly come on guys right all right so let's just jump into the first game here tonight we have the um, Vikings, goodness, I don't know why I couldn't think of their name. The Vikings in Philadelphia playing the Eagles. Um, obviously, last week, the Eagles barely squeaked out a win against the Patriots. Um, like you covered, the only reason the Patriots lost is because the Patriots receiver couldn't get his second foot down. Um, and then the Vikings, on the other hand, they barely squeaked out a loss against Tampa Bay. I mean, it was a one-score game. Uh, went ahead and lost that one, very much unlike last season. So, I mean, obviously, we would think to ourselves, okay, well, the Eagles won. Vikings lost. Does that mean the Vikings aren't as good this year? What are your thoughts? Who do you have on this one? Yeah, uh, what you said is totally right. I mean, you think, okay, are the Vikings just – were they frauds last year? Are they terrible? Because they obviously just lost to the Bucks, who everybody thinks is going to be bad. Um, we and you, we and you, me and you both think that the Vikings are going to be a little bit worse than last season. We, I don't think either of us had them in our playoffs. So, and the Eagles, while they did struggle last week, the Patriots, for some odd reason, have a lot of hype from the media, and people are saying the Patriots are going to be good. Uh, me and you, I know, don't believe that, but. Uh, I mean, the Patriots do have a good defense, and it was week one. So, obviously, for all of these games, like you had said when you opened, it's still too early to tell for all of these. But 
a home Thursday night game in Philly. The place is going to go crazy. It's their home opener. I have the Eagles winning this one. And another factor that's in my mind that we talked about it last season. That's actually absolutely crazy that we got to bring it up, but it's a Thursday night. It's a primetime game and it's the Vikings and it doesn't matter. It's, it's very, very sad. I know I'm, we've repeated it every time they play on primetime, but Kirk Cousins can't play in primetime. It's just super, super weird. Like, it makes no sense. So, I mean, you got primetime Kirk Cousins. What, what if this season is completely on its head? What if, you know, every one-score game, the Vikings are going to lose, but Kirk Cousins is, you know, insane in primetime games? Hey? Just like reverse it from last year. I don't know. That, sh- that, that would shock a lot of people. Really I don't believe that either. Don't believe I mean, it at all. Um, the the yeah. difference from his like noon, from when he plays at like noon or four to when he plays at eight is is drastic. Like it's actually so odd. So, I mean, I mean, it's just a time of day. It really shouldn't make that big of a difference. But I have the Eagles winning this one. Yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, got the Eagles winning. I hope that it's a fun game uh, based on, you know, solely based on last week. Um, I don't think it will be. I think the Eagles will probably destroy them, but obviously always hoping for a fun game, unless it's the Browns, then I hope we blow everyone out of the water. Um, you know, hope Justin Jefferson goes for a thousand yards. Um, hope Jalen Hurts can get things together and actually put together some semblance of an offense instead of the defense just carrying. Um, but we'll see. I'm with you. Got Eagles in this one. Uh, play should be rocking. Mm-hmm. And then next up, we have the Packers at Falcons. So, yep. What do you think? This should this be. I'm excited for this game. Two teams that are one and zero. The Packers, you know, people were really down on them, and then they just destroyed the Bears. Bears, all their hype just disappeared after that game. And the Falcons, you know, people are saying in the bad NFC South, they have a chance to win the division, which is kind of true for every team. Um, but they, they just kind of ran their way to victory. Desmond Ritter did not do anything. It was all the running game. And they they beat us by 14. But like I said, the game was a lot closer than it, the score indicated. And that was Bryce Young in his first ever NFL start with no wide receivers. A solid defense, but the offense is still very questionable. Uh, the Packers, on the other hand, they dominated offensively, defensively. Uh, they have good receivers. Jordan Love has been in the league for a while. He hasn't been always been playing, but he's been learning and getting those practice reps, and that does make a difference. I think the Packers will win this one. Uh, I think that they just have a better all-around team, offensively, defensively. Uh, if Aaron Jones plays, that's a big part of it because he's questionable right now. If he plays, yeah. I think Packers easily get a win. If he doesn't, I think they'll still be able to get the win, but it'll be a little bit closer of a game. But I think Packers win this one. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, like you said, I think Packers are a more well-rounded team. I mean, their defense is still good. I mean, they're not the greatest, but they're a good defense. Um, they have a strong offense in both the passing game and have one of the best backfields in football with A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. Um, Falcons are a little one-dimensional to me. Their defense isn't fantastic. Uh, they really only have a run game, and they proved that last week. They're just like, we're going to run over you, and like the Tennessee Titans have proved in the last couple of years, it can work for a while, especially if you have a great backfield like the Falcons have. But I am going to go with the Packers in this one. Um, I don't feel like they won. I don't know if I would say that the Falcons are any better than the Bears are. 
you know, if anything, I would say they're probably worse. And so I don't see the Packers not winning this one. So I'm with you. Packers take this one um, in Atlanta. Cool. And then next up, we got Raiders and Bills. They play uh, at Buffalo. Buffalo coming off their absolute crazy Monday night loss to the Zach Wilson Jets and the Raiders coming off of their surprising win over the Broncos. What do you make of this one? Yeah. Um, I think that what you said is completely accurate. You know, they had a, the Bills had a disappointing loss and the Raiders had a surprising win. So I think those words are exactly right. And because it was surprising, got to go with the Bills. I don't think Josh Allen throws as many interceptions as he does. Uh, I, I really like, I don't think you can have a game like that last week where you throw four interceptions or three interceptions, sorry. And then go in and do the same thing the next week. I think that they're just upset. They're going to want to come out firing. They're just going to want to win. Um, don't think the Raiders really stand a chance in this one, if I'm being honest. Bill's Mafia will not let them have a single second of silence on offense. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it might be a little bit of a close game because I still think that Josh Allen will turn the ball over. But I think the Bills will win this one. Uh, they can't start 0-2. I mean, if you start 0-2, losing to the Zach Wilson Jets and then the Raiders, then you guys are in big trouble. I mean, Buffalo is favored by eight, so that just shows how how much the media and how much Vegas and everybody thinks that they're going to be able to bounce back and focus up this week in practice and beat the Raiders, who, like we said, got kind of a lucky win last week playing the Broncos. Two bad teams last week, but still kind of surprising that they won that game. So. Yeah, we both got the Bills in that one as well. Yeah, for sure. And then we have an AFC North matchup. We have the Ravens, who I don't know uh, what they angered. I don't know if it's Roger Goodell. I don't know whether it's a spirit of some sort. But, you know, they're suffering from the injury bug already, and it's week two. Uh, and then the Bengals, who put up you know, less than 100 yards passing last week in the rain. So, and they're in Cincinnati. So what do you make of this one? I'm super excited for this game. Uh, I think this is going to be a really fun game to watch. The Ravens, I love Zay Flowers, their rookie wide receiver. It might be a little bit because I have him on my money fantasy league, but I just love watching Zay Flowers. In his first game, he was great. Great rookie performance from him. But I... I'm picking the Ravens in this game. The last oh, okay. like two or three seasons, the Bengals, like we always say, have started slow. Last year they started 0 and 2 and then was they were one and three, I believe, at one point in the season. So they always begin to start slow. The Ravens, on the other hand, normally start quick and they have a great start. Last week they were a little slow playing the Texans, still got the win, but I think that their defense is better than the Bengals. I think that their offenses are pretty equivalent. Uh, the Bengals, normally I would say, yeah, the Bengals got the edge, but with the Bengals always starting slow, which is very odd, but the, with the Bengals always starting slow, I think the Ravens have the offensive edge and the defensive edge. I think it's going to be a really close game and a fun, high-scoring game, but I think uh, Lamar Jackson will be able to make a difference. Mark Andrews didn't play last week because of injury. He should be back in this game, and that's a big target for Lamar to be able to uh, move up and down the field and score some touchdowns. So I got the Ravens in this one. Yeah, I'm actually going to disagree with you here. I'm happy that you chose a different team that we're going to differ on this one. I got the Bengals here. Um, I think that overall, 
I think the Bengals are just a better team. I think they've proven that in the last couple of seasons. Um, yeah, the Ravens added some weapons on offense, um, which is fine. It'll make it for a fun game. But I think that last week was just really disappointing for the Bengals. Um, the rain definitely played, played a huge part in the fact that they couldn't throw. I mean, Joe Burrow tried to go, you know, in the rain, he tried to wear no glove. That didn't work. He tried to go to a glove. It didn't work. He tried to go back to no glove. It just, nothing was going for him. Uh, I think they're just really frustrated by that. T. Higgins had zero catches. I think they're just going to come out. They're going to want to really destroy. And they're in Cincinnati. So regardless of what happens, it is an AFC North matchup. So anything can happen. It, it's going to be a lot of fun regardless. Um, but I have the Bengals here. Nice. Our first different. All right. Next up. Last year, we would have said that this matchup was going to be very fun. Um, for sure, after last week, I don't know if we can say that as much. Maybe not with as much confidence. We have the Seahawks in Detroit playing the Lions. Um, obviously, last year, like I said, the Seahawks were a lot of fun. They were a high-scoring team. It was, it was like, oh, the Seahawks are good? What is this? And the Lions, obviously, were on the up, and they were kind of good as well. Um, and now, after last week, the Seahawks just didn't perform like we thought they would. So what are your thoughts on this one? Are the Seahawks going to bounce back? I do not believe so. I think that the Seahawks nowadays, week one, like we, I'm not going to say it every single game, but it's week one. You can't overreact. But yeah. I, Geno Smith is, his whole career has been a backup. And last year, he had a great season and got paid. And then he got paid big boy money. And then now looks, at least last week, looked like a backup again. Now, part of that was their offensive line being absolutely terrible. But aside from Aaron Donald, Name me one good player on that Rams D line. Can't. Yeah, that's what I thought. You can't. If you remember last week, the Lions played the Chiefs, who are the Super Bowl champion Chiefs. I mean, they're good. Uh, the Lions had pressure almost every single play against a good offensive line and a good team in Kansas City. Aiden Hutchison was an absolute man in that game. I think that he's going to have a great game again. I think he's going to have so many pressures. So many sacks. He's going to make a lot of plays. Uh, maybe even get an interception. I don't know if I keep talking. I'm just going to set myself up for be to look more and more stupid when none of this happens. But the Lions are home. The place is Lions tickets right now. The hardest tickets to get. Their, their season tickets are sold out. Almost all of their games are sold out. The Panthers play the Lions in week five. And me and my dad are trying to buy tickets to go. But now their tickets are so expensive and so hard to get because they're I mean, the Lions are a good team, and everyone's hyping up the Lions. So I think that place is going to be absolutely crazy. I think the Lions are going to win this one. Yeah, totally with you. I mean, I think that even if the Seahawks performed well last week, I'd still pick the Lions just based off of what I saw last week. I mean, you beat the Super Bowl champions in their home stadium. That's not an easy task. And I think that regardless of whatever happens, I mean, when we talk about Kansas City, right, we say that, like, there can be – you know, one second left on the clock, and it doesn't matter how much they're down by. We trust that Mahomes might make something happen, and so you never count them out. I think that with the way Dan Campbell is willing to play and willing to coach, I think that I'd be confident in saying the same thing, that until there are all zeros on that clock, I'm not going to count the Lions out of any games simply because I think Dan Campbell is willing to do legitimately anything to win a football game. 
so I have the Lions, and I think that I will have the Lions until Dan Campbell proves me wrong because I I think that he's a fun coach. I think this is going to be a fun team, so I have the Lions winning this one as well. Mm-hmm. All right, next up we got the, the 0-1 Chiefs. Just take a second to comprehend that. The 0-1 Chiefs and uh, versus the 1-0 Jags. So what do we got here? Is Mahomes going to go 2 or 0-2? I don't think so. Um, it'd be a really interesting storyline if they did, but I really don't think so. I don't think... No. I mean, they re-solidified their D-line. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's Chris Jones, right? Just got his mm-hmm. deal. Yeah. Okay, Chris Jones just signed a one-year deal. Um, don't know why he held out for a one-year deal, but whatever it doesn't really make sense you're gonna be in the same situation next year um but whatever uh re-solidified that d-line um travis kelsey allegedly going to be back i don't think Kadarius tony's gonna drop as many as he did uh last yeah they might not throw him the ball that's true (laughs) and they do still have Mahomes. so as well as the jags played last week they did play the colts and they only won by 10 um the Chiefs did lose last week, but again, they didn't have Travis Kelsey. Kadarius Tony dropped all of those passes. They, you know, their defense was missing that staple in Chris Jones. So I'm gonna go with the Chiefs here. Um, I find it really hard to pick against the Chiefs. I mean, obviously they have to lose sometimes, so at some point it'd be smart to pick against them. But on paper, it's hard to pick against them. So I'm gonna go with the Chiefs here, um, even though I look for it to be a fun game. Uh, the Chiefs played the Jaguars in the playoffs last year. Um, it was a fun game. It was a close game. Mahomes did get hurt in that game, so that definitely kept it tight. But I look for this to be fun. Uh, I do have Chiefs, though. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I'm taking the Chiefs as well. Travis Kelsey should get back, should be back in this game. Obviously, they missed him really bad week one. Um, they've had a long, they've had an extended period of time to rest and get ready as they had the Thursday night game last week. Uh, and I think we were kind of expecting the Jags to kind of blow out the Colts last week, and they didn't. I mean, they won by 10 points, but the game was a lot closer for most of the game than a lot of us thought, which is a little bit concerning because, like, everyone's hyping them up to potentially be the one seed in the AFC. I don't know who in the world would ever pick that. But uh, yeah, they're – yeah, you got to be weird to pick that. Um, but so last week they barely beaten the Colts. I mean, 10 points is 10 points, but a little bit closer than – I'm sure some Jags fans would have liked. Um, I also had the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are going to bounce back. I see no way that Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes will let them go 0-2. I don't care what's happening. They will find a way to win the game. I don't believe that they can go 0-2. Yep. Totally with that. All right, who we have next? Next up, Chargers and Titans. Two teams 0-1, two teams losing very close games on Sunday. Yeah. Um, I saw, I think maybe it was posted by the NFL, might have been Bleacher Report, you may have seen the same thing, that the Chargers in their last three games, like actual games, not preseason games, but their last three games between this year and last year have scored 92 points, and they're 0-3 in those three games. It's like the definition of chargering it. Chargering That's the definition of defense. It's a you way need a defense. Life. True story, man. Um, but that being said, I don't think 
I don't think that you can go play the Dolphins, have such a high-scoring game, such an intense game like you did, and then go in and lose to the Titans. I really don't. Yeah. So, I got the Chargers. Um, I feel pretty confident with that one, actually. Yeah, I agree with you. I kind of think this is like one of the more locks of the week. Um, I think that the Chargers obviously are upset at what happened. I mean, scoring 45 or whatever they had points, 42 points and losing is miserable. So, I mean, fortunately for them, they're not playing a team that's going to be passing all over the field. They're going to be running the ball. Yeah. Clearly they can't pass because Brian Tannehill threw three interceptions last week. So I think the Chargers will be able to score early and just every time they touch the ball, go down and score. And the Titans don't have good enough of an offense. Derrick Henry is great, but he can't score every single drive. So I think the Chargers will win this one pretty handily. Totally with you. Mm-hmm. All right. Do we do we have the Bears next? Yep, Bears and Bucks. Right. This is a very right. interesting game for me. I am excited to watch this one. For sure, for sure. I'll let you talk about this one first. Okay. So the Bears, you know, all of the offseason hype and completely pooped the bed last week. I mean, they got murdered by the Packers. The Bucks, you know, they were getting talked about being one of the worst teams in the league and they beat the Vikings, who mean you aren't putting much stock into that one but we'll see uh the bears losing to the packers is something we've heard of forever i mean it's kind of like there, there's a few things in the nfl that, again doesn't make sense the 49ers always beat the rams who play this week um the browns always beat the Bengals, which doesn't make sense and the packers always beat the bears we thought it was aaron Rodgers always beats the bears but turns out no, it's packers, packers always beat the bears so I'm not putting that much stock into it. I mean, I think it definitely is concerning about how badly though, how badly they lost the game. But I mean, the Vikings, I just don't believe are very great. I think that they're a very overrated team, and last year was kind of a fluke for them. Um, so I'm not that worried about the Bucks. Like I said last week, they had three yards of offense per play, like three yards per play, which is terrible. And they only scored points because Kirk Cousins was turning the ball over every play. I think Justin Fields is a good enough athlete and he's a much better athlete and runner than Kirk cousins. And oh, that doesn't mean much. I know, but he didn't do much last week running the ball and they were playing a little too conservative. I and mean, after the game, the bears coaches came out and said, yeah, I think we were trying to play it a little bit too safe. Yeah. You don't say, so I think that they're going to open it up a little bit for the bears. I think fields will have a great game. I think they'll th- start throwing to DJ Moore, who they uh, kind of traded the first pick for. And uh, I think the bears will win a close game. Yeah, um, totally with that. Um, I think the Bears will win as well, which, you know, for every person that says the Bears will win, it gives like 0.1% power to Baker Mayfield as he slowly gains that underdog mentality. Um, so that is mildly concerning. Um, but regardless, I don't think that the Buccaneers win over the Vikings was particularly convincing. Um that they the Buccaneers just ended up with good field position every time. Um, obviously, Baker coming in with no expectations is how he plays best. So now that he has a little bit of expectations, <laughs> yeah, playing, yeah, I didn't even think about problem. that. So I'm gonna go with the Bears. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. if they 
lose again this week, and if they lose in a fashion that is similar to their Green Bay loss, you may not see me picking the Bears again. Yep. We'll see. But for this game, I'm still going to pick the Bears. I like your Baker Mayfield logic. I didn't even put that into my reasoning. So I like that. It's true, though. It's very true. I'm sure if you you have Instagram and you follow any NFL meme page, you've seen the Baker Mayfield cycle where it's uh, play bad, get doubted, get cut, sign with the trash team, film a commercial, beat a trash or have no expectations, beat a trash team, have expectations. Uh, be trash and then the whole yeah. cycle starts again yeah so it's very funny and it's kind of true so very true all right and then the last of the one o'clock games two rookie quarterbacks so something's gonna have to give and one of them is gonna get their first win the colts playing the texans in houston anthony richardson should be playing in this game he got dinged up at the end of their game last week because all he can do is run um but uh what you got? This is a really interesting one for me because you have two teams that really aren't that great. Um, and I think that if Anthony Richardson plays, which it looks like he's going to, I'm going to have to go with the Colts in this one. Um, the if He played well last week. He put up 20 fantasy points. Not that that's all that matters, and he does run a lot. But I think that he also has better weapons than the Texans have, than CJ Stroud has. Um, so, and I don't know, it's, it's so tough, man. It's really tough to pick this one. Um, I think that their loss against the Jags was kind of convincing. You know, you don't normally say that about a loss, but they only lost by 10 to the Jaguars. Um, I'm going to go with the Colts. I'm not confident with it whatsoever, but I'm committing to it. Yeah. I don't think this is a hard game for me to pick at all. This one doesn't take much thought for me. I'm taking the Colts. Uh, Anthony Richardson, he can run, and that's good enough to score you some points. And the Texans haven't scored a touchdown yet, and they look a little rough. And C.J. Stroud, he was he was a little rough when he played good competition at Ohio State, and now he's playing great competition in the NFL, and it's his second game, same as Anthony Richardson. But C.J. Stroud doesn't have to. He, he has to pass. He can't really run. Richardson doesn't have to pass. He can just run all over the Texans and they'll win. Uh, so I got the Colts winning this one pretty convincingly. I don't think the Texans are all that great. I don't think the Colts are either, but I think they're better than the Texans. I don't know why in the world the Texans are favored. <laughs> it makes no sense. Yeah, I don't know either. But I guess we're both going with the Colts here. Hope for the best. <laughs> all right. Now, here we go with one of the guarantees in life we have 49ers at rams and um again you said it's a guarantee but i feel like this season especially it's a guarantee Mm -hmm. um i said it last week got a little bit roasted for it it's fine i still believe it okay i don't feel like it was a bad take it was just an unlucky week 49ers by a million Clip it, Preston. Clip it all you want. When it's 49ers by a million, I'll send it to you. Yeah, I think it's also going to be 49ers by whatever they really want to win by. Puka Nakua, great dude, great, great name, great receiver. Uh, we like him. Uh, I think he's a. I think he's going to be a solid wide receiver this year, but not this week. You're going up against the 49ers defense. 
Um, if you have Puka Nakua on your fantasy team, don't start him this week. Um, <laughs> yeah, 49ers offense last week. They played a good defense in Pittsburgh, and they just every time touchdown, touchdown. Got so many interceptions. Uh, I think the 49ers will win this one, which that one, that is a lock because, like we said, it's one of the guarantees in life. And plus this year, the Niners are world beaters, and the Rams, we don't expect to be great. So. Yeah. And I know for all of you that have Puka Nakua, it's really tough to not start him because if you have him, you just picked him up off waivers on Wednesday morning. You, you, you didn't draft him. You did not draft this guy. You just picked him up off waivers. And so you're excited. You're like, all right, here we go. We're going to put him in the lineup. He's going to put up 119 yards again. It's going to be great. Don't do it. It's not worth it. You're just going to hurt yourself. You're going to hurt your fantasy team. You're going to hurt your record. Don't do it. Just stick with the team. And then probably, and if you. Yeah, okay. if you do that, you're probably going 0-2 because the only reason you got him is because you probably went 0-1 and had a high waiver priority, so that's how you were able to get him. And then if you start yeah. him, you lose again. You're 0-2, and then your chances to make the playoffs are just getting slimmer and slimmer. So don't start Don't do him. it, man. Don't do it. I know it's tempting, but just don't. Listen to us. Trust us. And if he goes for 200 yards, I'm sorry, but he didn't. <laughs> if he goes for 200 yards, you can stop watching the podcast. I'm that certain. <laughs> All right. Giants at Cardinals. Giants what lost a doozy by 40. of a game. <laughs> Giants lost by 40, but it is the Cardinals. So, Caden, who you got? Yeah, should be a doozy of a game. Giants who lost by 40. And the Cardinals, who are the Cardinals. Um, shout out Jeremiah. We know the diehard Cardinals fan. Um, it's kind of it, like the fact that I got to think about it is a little concerning, but after watching the Giants game last week, it really makes you consider because of how bad they played. But I do think a lot of that was just the Cowboys defense. They, I think that they're one of the greatest defenses we've ever seen. Um, I'm picking the Giants. Now, if the Cardinals win, this would be probably the week I would be least surprised. And if that happens then the Giants are just terrible. So Absolute I feel like if, Daniel Jones yeah, is a bank robber. Absolutely. But if the Cardinals do, or if the Cardinals are going to win a game this week, it's going to be this week or it's going to be against the Texans or someone else later in the year. But uh, I still got the Giants winning this one. The Cardinals is still the Cardinals until I'm proven wrong. Yep, I completely agree with you. Um, I think that the Giants' loss had more to do with the weather. Um, I mean, you can say, like, it was 40 nothing. Both teams played in the weather. Yeah, but Dak Prescott didn't pass. Okay, they just ran the ball, and their defense scored all their points. Um, their defense put up as many fantasy points as they had in real life. So, like, I think that it was the weather. I think that once you get behind, um, you start to get a little more desperate. You start to play a little more frantic. Um, and when you get behind, you can't run the ball. Like, you have to make up yards. You have to make up ground quick. You have to throw the ball, and that leads to more turnovers. So, I'm going to go with the Giants here. I mean, they're going to be playing in a dome, okay? The weather will not be a problem this week. But like you said, if the Giants lose, I don't know. I feel like that's going to say a lot more about the Giants than it does the Cardinals, for sure. But mm -hmm. it'll be interesting moving forward as to who we pick in Giants games. Mm -hmm. I know Jeremiah will be pacing the TV. Super nervous about this game. Oh, yeah. Yep, Jeremiah, this one starts at uh, 4.15, so you want to tune in at that time. I know you probably don't know exactly when it is, but... So let me know. All right. Caden, I feel like 
This one's probably unlocks for you. But Jets at Cowboys, who you got? I feel like maybe it's a toss-up. I don't know. Who you got? Dude, if you asked me this a week ago, I'm super pumped for this game. If you asked me this three days ago, I'm super pumped for this game. Uh, the Cowboys, who we saw massacre the Giants, and the Jets coming in this game with Aaron Rodgers and their new hyped-up offense. Oh, wait. Obviously, everyone knows Aaron Rodgers went down. That's all anybody's talking about this week. But uh, So the Jets are trotting into this game with Zach Money Wilson as their quarterback. Uh, that's a little bit concerning for me, especially when you're going to be playing the, the the Cowboys defense. We saw what they just did to the one New York team. Or what are they about to do to this team? Um, I'm a little bit concerned. Look, every... Goodness, my stupid foam thing on my wall keeps falling on me. All right. All right. You know, it's, it's fine. If it falls again, I'm just going to throw it on the floor. Um... Look, I think everybody who watches football, unless you're like a Bills fan because of what happened last week, I think everybody's rooting for Zach Wilson. Like, I think last year, whenever he was playing, everyone's like, yeah. And every time they watch Zach Wilson, they're like, all right, throw a pick. Come on. Like, they just wanted to see him fail. But this year, like, it's such a sad story with the whole Jets. You gotta got you got to feel bad for them. And you got to feel bad for Zach Wilson because, I mean, he's just, he was a bust of a pick. That's, that's the only way to put it. He was. He was a waste of a pick. And now he sat behind Aaron Rodgers, not supposed to play. And all of a sudden, he's thrust into it again. And then he's given the order of, don't mess this up. We have a perfect defense. We have a great offensive skill positions. Our O-line's a little shaky, but don't mess this up. So I think, I mean, me personally, I'm rooting for Zach Wilson this year. I think it would be a great story if he can come and revive his career even a little bit. Um, with that being said, though, I don't think they make it close against the Cowboys. Uh, and so it, once they get blown out by the Cowboys, I think everyone's going to be like, oh my goodness, their season's over. But I think even if Aaron Rodgers would have played in this game, I still would be taking the Cowboys. So, I mean, don't put too much stock into this game. If you're uh, like, why, if you see the Jets get blown out, I wouldn't take too much stock in that. Uh, I think if Zach Wilson comes out and plays decent against this defense, I think the Jets are going to be looking really nice and being like, okay. We might not win a Super Bowl, but he's going to be a quarterback that could potentially get us to the playoffs. You never know. Yeah, I mean, they almost made it to the playoffs last year. They barely missed the playoffs with Zach Wilson as their quarterback all year. So they have a better offense this year than they had last year. I mean, their defense is still just as great as it was last year. Um, I think you're totally right. I think everyone's rooting for Zach Wilson. Unless you're in that division, then of course you want to see him fail. Um, I don't think this game's going to be a blowout. I still have the Cowboys winning, um, but I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think that, yeah, Zach Wilson might struggle against this Cowboys defense, but at the same time, I'm not a super big Dak Prescott supporter, and I, I think know, that I know might, you're not. He might struggle against the Jets defense. Mm -hmm. The Jets defense is no joke either. So I think this is going to be a very defensive battle. Um, I do have the Cowboys winning, I think, overall, just having more experience. They have better players. I think they're just a little bit better of a team. So I have them winning, but I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think it'll be a close game, and I think it'll be kind of low scoring. But that's not what matters. What matters is I have the Cowboys. So get that winning percentage up. Mm -hmm. All right. Football team at Broncos. Interesting game. For sure. uh, Both of these teams are 
oh and no the card uh, the commander's one yeah sorry football team is one and oh um i mixed that up because it kind of should have been <laughs> oh and one yeah yeah, yeah. They should have lost to the cardinals but of course it's the cardinals so they didn't um and for that reason i will be taking the broncos in this game the broncos you said yep yep i agree with you there um no, it's in Mile High, which last week was as well. But early in the season, it's the the altitude there does mess with dudes. Um, I think going from Washington to Denver and playing a full football game there against a good defense in Denver uh, is going to be a big difference for them. I think Sean Payton in the second game will be good. Sam Howell really struggled last week against the Cardinals, and now he's playing the Broncos defense. I'm a big Sam Howell believer, and I back Sam Howell and everything, but he might have a rough game. I think the Broncos will win this one pretty pretty easily. Yeah, totally with you. All right, and then we have the Sunday night game. We have Dolphins at Patriots. Um, for me, this one's on locks, but I'll let you... Give your opinion before I give my lock for this one. Yeah. So the Patriots had a kind of a surprising game last week, almost beating the Eagles and the Dolphins. The crazy fun shootout last week against the uh, Chargers. I really want to pick the Patriots because after what I saw from them last week, I was like, okay, maybe this team is like good. Like maybe they're a fun sleeper team. But after watching the Dolphins last week, I just can't pick against them, especially when they're playing the Patriots. I think the Dolphins are going to win this game. I think it's going to be a defensive game a little bit because the Patriots' defense is really good. I just worry that they don't have enough speed. That's going to be the talk whenever the Dolphins are playing somebody is, do they have enough speed? Because Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Raheem Mostert, you can't keep up with them no matter what team you are. And the Patriots, I think they are one of the slower teams in the league. So that's going to be kind of an issue for them. And I think the Dolphins will win. I'm with you on literally everything you said. I was probably going to say the exact same thing. Bill Belichick is a defensive-minded coach. He always schemes so, so well for every team he plays on defense. Um, only problem being, like you said, do they have enough speed? He can scheme all he wants, but at the end of the day, if you don't have the speed to keep up with Tyreek Hill, he's going to drop 300 yards on you again. So for that reason, I will be taking the Dolphins. Um, I think that it's unlocked solely because of Terry Kill. And if Tua, again, I'll say it every week, but as long as Tua doesn't die, they'll be fine. No more concussions, they'll be okay. All right. We have two games on Monday night. Super weird. Kind of wild. It's so weird, man. <laughs> I'm not super, not super happy about it. I, I enjoy my weeknight games to have one game. I can tune into no, that game. You know, I would totally this, enjoy I just, it. I, I would totally enjoy it if it was like not my team because normally like you're watching a game and then commercial hits and you're like, oh, crap, commercial. So you're sitting there watching commercial. If there's two games, commercial for one game, you flip it to the other game. It's perfect. So, but now it's the Panthers are one of the games and the Browns are one of the games. I'm going to want to watch the Panthers game. Yep. I'm not going to care that there's another game on. So I'm just going to have to miss the other game. It's like, what the heck? So I think it's dumb. But if it was two other teams, I'd totally be down for it. 
I like my weeknight games to just be chill. You know, it's it's late. The game's gonna end late. You know, you just you chill out. You just watch the game. You maybe do some schoolwork or something. I think it's great to have just one game, relaxing. I don't like that there's two, but I don't get to make the rules, and the NFL really likes money, they do. so I get it. But like you said, your Panthers are playing, so we have Saints at Panthers. Who do you have? I'm super excited. I'm super excited for it, man. So Bryce Adams' first week last week didn't really go according to plan. He's a rookie, so what can you expect? Um, he played a decent defense in Atlanta, which the Saints also have good defense, but the Saints running game was crazy good. Like just run up the field. Or I'm sorry, the Falcons running game was just run up the field, run up the field, run up the field. And aside from Bryce Young's interceptions, he played a solid game. We also didn't have DJ Chark, who's our quote unquote number two receiver. In my eyes, he's our number one receiver. I think he's the best receiver on the team. I love DJ Chark. Uh, he's not like he hasn't ever he hasn't played a snap for us yet, but he's one of my favorite like random players on the team. I think DJ Chark is going to have a great season. He's the quickest receiver we have. He's our deep threat. He's one of our tallest. I think that he's going to be our number one receiver. And missing him last week really showed and it really hurt. Um, the Saints, they throw the ball a lot. They threw the ball a lot last week against the Titans. And our pass defense was very good against Atlanta. Now, granted, that was against the Falcons. So you got to put a little stock into that. But I think our pass defense is a lot better than our rush defense. And the Saints were one of the worst teams last week at rushing the ball. So I'm not very concerned of their rushing attack. They also don't have Alvin Kamara. I'm not very scared of them running the ball. Passing the ball might be a little bit of an issue, but fortunately, our pass defense is pretty solid. Uh, Ryan Tannehill threw three interceptions last week, and they only won by one point. So I'm picking the Panthers in this one. Now, it's not if the Panthers lose. If I go, if the Panthers lose, and I go on Instagram or something, and I see all these things of Bryce Jones a bust, I'm going to lose my mind because a rookie quarterback isn't supposed to come out here and be solid. You know, it's, it's he's a rookie quarterback. He's going to have learning curves. The Saints aren't the greatest team. The Falcons aren't the greatest team, but neither are the Panthers. There's a reason they had to draft him. I just think that he is talented enough to get this win, and I truly do think that we have a better chance at winning this game than Atlanta. But if we lose, I'm not going to overreact. I'm telling myself this. I'm not going to overreact. <laughs> I'm not going to uh, be scared. He's not He's not promising that to us. <laughs> Resetting these affirmations to himself that is therapy. Yeah, every night say. before I go to bed, if we lose, it's I, I, I sit back and I rock and I'm like, it's going to be okay. Bryce Young's not going to be a bust. But honestly, I'm not worried, even if we do lose. Uh, but I think we will in this game, hopefully. I'm excited to hold you to these words. <laughs> I'm going to disagree with you. I am going to go with the Saints. Um, I think, like, yeah, they don't. maybe they don't have the best rushing attack in the world without Alvin Kamara, which, by the way, joke of a suspension. I have my personal thoughts on that. But Three games, whatever. maybe. It's stupid, man. How does Deshaun Watson get 12 games with something that wasn't even proven in court? This settles in the civil case. And then Alvin Kamara tries to kill a man and gets three games. You can't. You like it doesn't make hey, good sense. thing. Good thing Alvin Kamara didn't gamble, or else he had been gone for like oh my three God. years. Ex- don't even get me started on the gambling thing, dude. People lose an entire year for placing one bet on a team that isn't even their own. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's like some random sport over in India and they're placing like a two dollar bet on it. 
Alvin Kamara almost kills a guy and gets three games. The NFL, whatever. That's neither here nor there. Talk about picking this game. I'm going to go with the Saints. Um, I think that their offense is better. Um, like you said, Bryce Young, it is his only his second game. So odds are good that he will have learning curves. He may, you know, throw some interceptions, have some fumbles, mess up a little bit. I think that it'll be close. I don't foresee it being like a huge blot in favor of the Saints or anything like that. I think it'll be close. Like you said, they did barely win against the Titans with them throwing three interceptions. But I'm going to pick them in this game. They are favored. Um, go with the Saints. But I look for this to be a close Yeah, game. I am kind of picking with my heart a little more than my head. I mean, I kind of see it, see it going the Saints way, but I'm just you're not going to hear me saying I think the Saints are going to win, but wink, wink. I totally think that we're going to win this game. But <laughs> I'm also not too worried if I yeah, yeah. blow a few games because Austin kind of got dusted last year, so I'm not too scared about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's a new year, new year, new Austin. All right, and then the last game that we have is my Cleveland Browns um, in Pittsburgh against the Steelers. Uh, I'll let you talk about this one first before. I give my take on my team. Yeah. So the Browns dominated the week one Bengals last week, and the Steelers, all their hype kind of died when they got massacred by the 49ers. Um, I don't think this is going to be a close game. If the Browns lose, I think it's going to be very concerning, and that's just going to show that the Bengals really are just frauds in the beginning of the season because I don't think the Steelers team is very good. And the Browns dominated last week, and I think the Browns should kill Pittsburgh. I don't think Pittsburgh's very good. That's all there is to it. Yeah, totally with you. Glad to hear you say that. Um, obviously, I think that the only concern for the Browns in this game will be TJ Watt. I mean, TJ Watt single-handedly keeps them in a lot of these games. <laughs> Not last um, week. Not last week, but in some of these games, it is just strictly the TJ Watt show. Um, but I think we'll be okay. Um, our running game is great. I think that without the rain, Deshaun Watson's passing will be fine. He is a dual-threat quarterback, so he does have the rushing upside. Um, and our defense just looked so good. I don't think Kenny Pickett is going to have a good day whatsoever. I think we're going to shut him down through the air. And I think our entire defensive line is just going to make Najee Harris rush for negative yards. That is, of course, not going to be true. But... I can dream. I'm going to pick the Browns. Hope it won't be close. But again, like I said, I'm going to go ahead and knock on wood right here. But um, like I said, I don't believe in anything the Browns do until there are all zeros on that clock. Okay. So, not counting my chickens before they hatch. But we should be 2-0. and Knock on wood again. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, those are all the games for this week. And um, hopefully, I go. A little, I do a little bit better than seven and nine <laughs> from last week. Shocker, Austin already with the losing record. It's funny how the pickums work. Hey, we're we're getting it. We're getting it back, man. That might be. If this continues, that might be another guarantee in life that no matter what Austin does, he's just guaranteed to lose the pickums. Yeah, I mean you. I don't think you've ever had a pick'em's lead on me. Last year in week one, you started off down, and you were down all year. And week one, you started down again. So, 
I came back. Yeah, but you never had. You never had a. You never had a lead. And then, no, I never had a lead or we're really close to a tie. But it's a new year. It's a new me. Right. Um. That's all the games for this week. Uh, looking forward to tonight's game, um, Vikings at Eagles, and looking forward to breaking it down for you guys again at the beginning of next week. We'll catch you guys next time. Thanks for watching this episode of KNA Football. You can listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and we're also active on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube Shorts. If you made it this far in the video, thank you. You're a real one. We'll see you next time.